0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Around the Farm, the podcast about all things ag. I'm your host, Clint Schaffer, and today is our 50th episode. Can you believe that? 50 episodes. And today, we're going to be looking back at all the highlights of 2021. Let's get to it. This year, we've had the opportunity to speak with some amazing experts in the agricultural industry. And a thing that we always like to ask is what the best advice is that they've had throughout their career. Let's see what they had to say.
1: Well, it had to do with me starting this business. Um, One of my growers who actually really uh, convinced me to to do this, he said, you don't want to be 65 years old looking back on your life and regretting that you didn't at least try to do this, because he said someone will hire you. You're you have been in this area too long. Take this risk because if it doesn't work, you'll have another job. Don't worry about that. Someone will hire you. Retailer, manufacturer. Just don't even think about it. Just take take the leap, and and I best advice I've ever been given, and it's it's made a quality of life for me so much more enjoyable uh, being your own boss
0: if i'm going to go out and scout a field uh, what kind of advice would you give me you said ranger and you said digging up so i'm going to assume i'm going to need a shovel uh what, what are the other tools that uh that would help you scout
1: tape measure of course to, to measure out your, your LinkedIn account um and of course your cell phone take those pictures get an understanding because there's there's sometimes I, I'm not perfect, there's some things I'm gonna see that I don't know, I can snap a picture of it and then do my research on the internet at night trying to figure out exactly what's going on. Um, those are the main, main tools for me and then just what's up in your brain, just your knowledge to realize when you see something that's wrong, ask why. Why is this happening? Why is this going on? Why? What has happened within the planner? Understanding how the tractor was traveling through the field is a big one. You know, knowing which direction yep. the tractor was planting, know which side of the row. I mean, that's, that's a big one for me is I can, you know, if you're really paying attention, you can see row number nine is giving this guy fits. Hey, call him on the phone saying, hey, check row nine, something's happening. You know, a lot of times when we figure those things out, we're already done planting, unfortunately, but it's it's something for next year. It's all, that's the other thing. You look at it crop, I mean, you have one opportunity this year to try and get something right. And if you are sitting at the end of the year and you've learned nothing from this previous year, you've wasted a year. I mean, you yeah. literally wasted your time, in my opinion.
2: I think I heard this one the other day, but I'll go with uh,
0: the phrase, it's only weird if it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> I had a really insightful conversation the other day with a grower who who is, uh, you know, let's say using some interesting management practices for her area. You know, and
2: she admitted as much and saying she was getting some strange looks from the neighbors and whatnot. But, you know, ultimately when your APH is sky high and your profits are doing right, then, you know, again, you know, it's only weird if it doesn't work, right? <laughs> I like that.
0: That's uh, a that, that's that's a good one. So, Chad, how about uh, how about yourself? What's the best piece of advice uh around farming that you've had? My uh is probably coming from my grandfather. He told uh Told my uncle, who's passing on, and told me and my father uh, for years. He said farming's not that hard. He said go find someone who do, who does it well and do what they do. <laughs> Just copy them. I like it. I like it. Yeah. If if somebody's already found out the uh, how it works, uh, do it the way they do it. Right.
3: My advice to my would be, you know, you don't have to have huge acres. You don't have to have huge equipment. You know, you've got to have a little bit of sweat equity. But, you know, just try. You know, what's, you know, the only thing that you're going to gain from trying is... Um, experience and learning and you'll just you'll learn what you like what you don't like but you'll never know till you try
0: you know looking at you know talking about some of the advice i kind of want to stick on that a little bit um as there are women right now graduating high school and graduating college uh what's some advice that you'd uh, that you give them just on uh, on their their search for for a career path right now
3: so, um so I kind of was a little bit on that path um, I like I said earlier I took a year off school I wasn't I wasn't ready to kind of dive into a bachelor's education if I didn't know what direction I wanted to head um, so I really would just advise people to to work to try new jobs out you know I I worked for the you know my uncle had an insurance agency um, that was an option for me um, kind of liked it we didn't really I didn't really want to be stuck in an office all day but um, Gosh, uh, this—I don't know if this is embarrassing to say—but I got a job out of high school, and I taught motorcycle safety for ten years. I have issued over five hundred licenses, and and I, I know, right? It, it sounds so goofy, but they, but they—I was a kid in college. They paid me thirty-three dollars an hour. Like, how do you, like, how do you say no to that? I know, right? Um, anyways, but what I really learned from that was just that I was doing the same thing every weekend, and I was practicing, and you know, we were working on clutch control and shifting and rules of the road, and and I mean, I probably could have climbed up, but again, like. Did I really want to do that? Did I really want to teach the same weekend? You know, and after ten years, I was like, oh boy, I definitely have other responsibilities, and I don't want to get my weekends up. Um, but you know, but I learned something in every job that I really was at, and um, and I just my advice is to to try to learn, try different jobs. Um, the only thing that you really have, you know, in life is you, you get such a, a short amount of time, and if you don't use all of it, you gonna be it's gonna run out.
0: What's the best piece of advice? career-wise that, uh, that you've ever gotten?
3: Gosh, I, I don't know. We farm for profit, not practice. Um, I think, I, I think that that's, uh, you know, there's a lot of people say, oh, you should follow your passion. You should follow your passion. And I think, I think there's a level of that. Um, but I also think there's a reality to that as well. And, um, I don't know. I think, I think that, that kind of speaks a little more true of kind of the long lease about, you know, what, what we really care about. Um, and I, I don't mean to, I guess that is capitalistic, but, um, but yeah, no, we, uh, we, we try to make decisions that, um, are equitable, that, um, are for the future. Um, you know, you don't buy the latest and greatest, you know, brand new combine, even though yellow is the prettiest color combine. Oh gosh. Um, well, I've Love the farm, you know that, but I really do feel like it's probably a profession that's not granted to a lot of the women um, because you almost have to marry a farmer or you're not going, you are in the industry. I I feel like you've got a a wide variety of education and, and opportunities there. But to actually be on the farm and be the farmhand, there's not a lot of that around. But I'm just thankful I'm one of them. I've <laughs> <laughs> I've loved my job. I love all of my jobs, and and uh, yeah. yeah. So on the farm, I also wear many hats. So yeah. and I enjoy every one of them. So yeah. well,
0: that that
2: is great. I think the most important thing is the person should set goals each year. You know, I've been told that you you'll set a goal, you know, whether it be your yield goal, or your pricing goal or you know, you know, whatever it is, and then be happy when you reach that goal. If you reach that goal in a year, you know, maybe it could have been better. Uh but the following years you can set the goal higher then. But but to always set a goal and, and try to reach that, it's gonna make you perform better, I think. So yeah. Kinda goes with any with anything, not just farming. I mean. How about you Jeff? Oh, my dad always used to say you have to walk before you can run. And um that's count kind of, I would say a little bit opposite of what we do with technology. We've been uh All right. <laughs> been willing to grab a hold of some of that before we really understood it. Um but that's the 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 walk before you can run. Make sure you can handle what you've got before you bite any more off, I guess. Um My, my advice that I give other people, not that anybody asks for it, Mm -hmm. is, is don't be afraid to reach out to somebody else for help. And, and I'm talking about, you know, I, I, we've just harvested our, my 43rd crop. I've learned more in the last six or seven years. Um, you know, with, with all the technology that's out there, I'm learning new things all the time. And it's, and it's above my pay grade a lot of times, but I've, I'm very comfortable with Phil. Knowing, uh, the ins and outs of the climate platform without a doubt. And then, um, we also collaborate with some, um, you know, an, an outside agronomist that works well with Phil, but he's just, he's got some ideas that we've tried that have made a, a tremendous difference with, um, you know, the other things we invest in the equipment, the technology. And I, I feel like we're, we're, our, our crop yields have been awful good. You know, we've got a pretty good five year average. You take out 19 and 20. The five years before that were, were awful good. I was real proud of what we were doing. So, you know, I I, so I I guess I would say there's a lot of things you can't handle on your own. Don't be afraid to find somebody else that can specialize in that. They, they cost money, but I, I found that most of them pay their way.
1: Number one, it's always a good idea to back up your data before you start a new season. So back up any historical data, even if you think you've done it, I usually do it again, just in case. I've got a drawer full of uh, USB drives here that have way more data on them than I probably need. But I just, I like to do that just as a safety net, right? Uh, and then clean up your monitor. Make sure you have ample room on your on your OEM monitor as well. Uh, and so that's a, that just makes sure that you have, you're collecting the raw data uh, as well. Um, so that's a good, kind of a good tip that I like to give to our customers uh, as they're preparing for for harvest.
0: During planting and harvest, we all spend a good deal of time in the cab. We like to ask our guests what their favorite cab snacks are. Here's a recap on what they had to say. What would you state would be your best meal that you've ever had in the cab of a tractor? Best meal I've ever had, which I wouldn't classify it as maybe some people's best, I love Hardee's. (laughs) And Hardee's (laughs) is no longer in in the town of Alito, which is the closest town to us. And so it was always a treat growing up when we got Hardee's. And getting a big chicken filet sandwich was, it it was a treat and we absolutely loved it. My best, I remember uh, not too long ago, and I can't remember if it was my my mom or my sister Tara. It may have been Tara, but uh, they actually cooked um, ribeye steaks for us and here they come bringing this out on like the the real good thick steaks or uh plates you know and uh brought this out you know and here we have this ribeye steak with mashed potatoes and probably some green beans and like you're just sitting there having a gourmet meal in the in <laughs> 5 the cab, five you star know. restaurant out yeah. in the field yeah yeah those are those are like I said, those are about the best. You did catch me off guard with the Hardys, though. I wasn't expecting the Hardys coming. I, I, I know. It's uh, it, it's a soft spot in my heart since they closed in Alito in, in our town. And uh, it, it's just, a, it was a treat, you know? Yeah. So. At the end of 2020, Rick asked me what my biggest takeaway was for the year. And at that point in time, it was patience. Because I thought 2020 taught us a lot about patience. Well, let's let's wrap up 2020 on this note. So, you know, if, if you look back at this past season, you know, if you if you dig into the Clint Schaffer book of uh, book of wisdom, what, what's the one thing that you're going to put in there that you've learned from 2020? Which, what's your biggest takeaway on on something you think you'll you'll be able to take forward and and use to your benefit on the farm in the future? Yeah, I, I think uh, I think the one word that would come to uh, come to mind would be patience and i think if if uh, if i haven 't learned anything in two thousand and twenty besides patience, I think i 'm coming out of this year uh, year pretty well and uh, and that 's patience with um, you know just uh, again with the with the farming operation on on all the different pieces of the puzzle that go into farming it 's patience with working through these these digital uh you know, digital connections. Surprisingly, Rick, we've been on Zoom and you haven't froze, I haven't froze. Like, you know, typically we have to worry about those things and have patience while we work through them. Uh, so uh, so that would be, that, that's my key takeaway from 2020. I think I, I have gained a, a vast amount of patience working through this. For 2021, my biggest takeaway for the year is appreciation. Uh, I really look back at a, at a few of the things that happened on our family farm, and I just appreciate having our family that came together to help us get through a few hard times. And so my biggest takeaway, again, is appreciation. I'd ask you all to step back, whether it's looking at your family, your farm, or anything else that's going on in your life, step back and appreciate those good things that are happening. <laughs> Back in episode 20, we spoke to my good friend, Jerry Sengen, about his farming operation. Since then, Jerry has starred on a four-part series called A Farmer's Journey that takes us through all the ins and outs of his operations throughout the seasons. Also in October, Jerry won an Emmy for this, uh, this series here. So hats off to Jerry, that was awesome. I really enjoyed watching those. And if you want to watch those, head on over to the Climate Corporation's YouTube channel, which is the same place that you watch around the farm at. Well, that wraps up 2021. And I want to say thank you to each and every guest that came on the show. That was some great conversations. Also, I want to thank you, the listeners, for joining us as well. Also, if you like this podcast, be sure to hit the like button, subscribe, and ring the bell to get notified each and every time that we push out new content. Also, share it with your friends and your family as well. Also, just as a reminder, Around the Farm is sponsored by Climate Field View. And with that, we'll see you next year, Around the Farm. I tell you one thing. Uh, the one thing I know about uh, about cattle, uh, we, we raised a, a little bit of cattle growing up, but a, a manure spreader, so one piece of equipment that our salesman would not stand behind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Had to, had to, had to work in a, in a, in a bad dad joke there. You know, <laughs> that was pretty good.
2: <laughs> no. <laughs>